At this year's Oscars, Oppenheimer took home the award for Best Picture, Emma Stone and Robert Downey Jr. also picked up wins, and Ryan Gosling brought the Kennergy. For a recap of all the highlights, listen to the Pop Culture Happy Hour podcast from NPR. Live from NPR News, I'm Lakshmi Singh. For more than a week, protesters in Israel have tried to block aid trucks from entering Gaza. NPR's Ada Peralta reports the Israeli government has promised aid will continue to flow. For several days now, Israeli protesters have thrown themselves in front of convoys, trying to stop them from reaching Gaza. For a few days, they kept all trucks from crossing. No aid to rapists and butchers, the crowd chants. Protester Fiona Schlachman says stopping aid is a message not just to Hamas, but to Gazans. This is a way of telling the Gazan citizens, take responsibility, stand up against Hamas, demand the release of our hostages. The Israeli military has moved protesters away from border crossings, but protesters have begun skirting military checkpoints. Aid agencies say the humanitarian situation in Gaza is dire, and if more aid does not reach the people there, they could face famine within weeks. Ada Pralta, NPR News, Tel Aviv. In Michigan, the mother of the Oxford High School shooter who killed four classmates in 2021 was cross-examined today. The prosecution argues Jennifer Crumley and her husband were aware that their 15-year-old son, Ethan, was experiencing mental health problems but still bought him a firearm. WDET's Quinn Kleinfelter reports prosecutors challenged the defense's argument that Crumley missed the warning signs but did not willfully ignore them. Prosecution has tried to poke holes in that repeatedly. Uh, it's talking about how she could have taken him uh, with her, that she didn't have to go back to work. She could have taken him out of school the day of the shooting and just uh, not had to go back to work, work from home, those types of things, and and has repeatedly tried to, to paint her as a, a fairly uncaring individual, particularly where her son was concerned. Quinn Kleinfelter reporting. The FBI says it is aware of more than 500 so-called swatting instances across the U.S. since it started tracking the phenomenon last year. NPR's Odette Youssef reports the potentially dangerous hoax has targeted dozens of public and private figures in recent weeks in what could be a worrisome trend. Swatting is when someone makes a false call about a crime meant to draw a large law enforcement presence to a location. In some cases, it has resulted in deaths. Among those targeted is Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley, who recently disclosed an occurrence at her family home in South Carolina. While the ruse appears to be on the increase, Jared Holt of the Institute for Strategic Dialogue says it's too early to call it a new trend in political violence. This could be a trend. This could also just as easily be the work of three or four bored teenagers. In recent days, the FBI arrested a teenager who allegedly targeted mosques, historically black colleges and universities, and other locations in a swatting for hire scheme. Odette Youssef, NPR News. This is NPR. In a case that's garnered widespread attention in the United Kingdom, two teenagers have been sentenced to 20 and 22 years in prison for the slaying of a transgender youth nearly a year ago. The punishment was the minimum for the 16-year-old defendants in Manchester. Agricultural protests are continuing across parts of Europe. Farmers are demonstrating in the Belgian capital against costs, taxes, and some regulations. 
Terry Schultz has more from Brussels. Farmers angry over the high cost of production compared to prices for their goods and other difficulties are continuing to block highways and supermarket distribution centers. In a local radio program, Prime Minister Alexander de Croo called on farmers to give up the blockades. On Thursday, demonstrators paralyzed the capital with hundreds of tractors and destroyed and burnt a statue outside the European Parliament. One demand is that the European Union stop negotiating a free trade deal with a group of South American countries that European farmers believe would create unfair competition. Some warehouses have been cut off for four days at this point, and there are increasingly empty shelves in grocery stores. For NPR News, I'm Terry Schultz in Brussels. The Labor Department reports stronger-than-expected job growth last month in the United States. The economy gained 353,000 jobs, and the unemployment rate below 4%. The government also reports wages in January rose at a faster pace than many analysts had expected. U.S. stocks trading higher this hour. The Nasdaq is up 1.8%. The S&P has risen 1.3%. The Dow is up more than half a percent. You're listening to NPR News.